Let's face it, when it comes to business, it's a little bit of what you know, who you know, how prepared you are, luck, seizing those opportunities when they're presented to you. And all of us know that it's the people that we can connect with that sometimes can make things happen for us. And we're dying to have those connections. So when you do make one of those really important connections, how do you not blow it? What should you not do when it comes to networking for business? My name is Shalee Johnson. Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Thank you for being here. And we want to thank you in advance for taking the opportunity to make sure you're subscribed and like extra added bonus points if you'd be willing to leave a review. All right. I'm going to share with you a super juicy story that just happened that completely illustrates this point. This story is so perfect for our topic today. So let's get to it. Okay. So we are currently staying in a hotel. We are traveling through the south of France at the moment, my husband and I. And you know we're still working, but we're also having a lot of fun. So it's hard work and hard play. And I'm going to change a few of the details of the story, just a few, so that I don't identify the person who I'm telling the story about. Even though like the big sister bossy mom and me would also kind of like for her to see this, to know, and to get it right the next time. But listen, I've made these mistakes myself. And so I speak from experience. And I've also had lots of encounters with other people where it was a great opportunity for them and they missed it. And that's exactly what happened in this particular story. So my husband and I, we go to this little island where it's like famous for having these incredible fish, incredible seafood, incredible music, DJ dancing. You take a little boat over. Everyone says when you go to Cannes, France, you have to go to La Garite. It's this like amazing place. And so we did that. And, you know, we're enjoying ourselves and everyone goes crazy. It's like, you know, the music is playing and they're swinging their napkins and it's kind of a party, a party atmosphere. And we noticed that almost everyone this time on our trip is European. Like we're not hearing many American accents, but on this particular day, the people that were sitting next to us were speaking in English and we could tell they're probably even Californians based on the accent. So my husband starts making small talk with the dudes. It's like two guys and two girls. And I'm like up dancing with the girls. My husband's talking to one of the guys and the boyfriend calls his girlfriend over to look at Brett's phone. And, you know, I keep dancing with the other girl and she looks at the phone and then she turns around. She looks at me. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're Brock Johnson's mom, which I'm like, OK, proud moment. My co-host Brock Johnson. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I've been trying to have conversation. Look, he's been going back and forth and kind of giving me some advice and stuff. I have started a small business and I would love to to pick your brain. I'd love to like learn from you. Like, oh my gosh, you're iconic. You know, you know, saying all these nice things. I'm like, oh, thanks. And she's, you know, telling me a little bit about her brand. So she grabs her phone and she's showing me her brand. Let's just say that it was a, for the sake of being hypothetical, let's just say it was a a fitness bar. It was like a nutrition bar. And I'm like, oh, you know, so whatever it was, it definitely gelled with like what it is I talk about, my audience, et cetera. And so she's telling me about it. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, we're staying in a hotel. And one of the things that we're finding most difficult to do is to get protein. Like, first of all, it's hard to read the labels. And secondly, it's so much bread and cheese and amazing food and fruit. But also it's like hard to get protein in, especially when you're traveling. And we don't have a, a full-size refrigerator, so it, we can't really cook for ourselves. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is very interesting. So she tells me more about it. She tells me more about you know, how she's building this business with her boyfriend and 
you know, the mission behind it. And it, it's pretty loud, so I can't hear her too well. But and she wants me to connect with her on Instagram, which I did. And as I'm sitting there later, same day, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I could blow up her business. Listen, I don't promote things unless I freaking love them and they solve a problem for me. And when I do, they sell out. Like, it's crazy sometimes the things that I'll say, like, I don't have any affiliation with it. It's not a discount link, but like, girls, you, you've got to get these shoes. They're so comfortable or whatever. And those things sell out. Like, if I really like get behind something, like, I'm, I'm going to blow it up. And that's why we tend to get really great deals from our sponsors and they signed multi-year deals with us because if we're talking about something, it's legitimately something we believe is going to help people, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking to myself, I can help this girl out. I mean, I don't know her, but man, when I was her age, she's in her late 20s, I would have died to have, and, and actually I did have a few people who frankly did help me out. It was meeting them at the right time and it was networking in the right way that like those connections probably made a really significant difference in our business. And I'm grateful to those people. And and to this day, I thank them at every opportunity that I have because they didn't have to give me a shot. They didn't have to, you know, give me a leg up or introduce me to someone. So I'm thinking to myself, I should pay this forward to this young girl. And so what I do is I send her a DM because it's so loud. So I send her a DM and I said, here's my phone number. Here's where we're staying. Drop off some of those bars at the hotel like tonight or tomorrow because I knew she was leaving the next day. And I said, you know, do you have bars with you? She said, yes. I said, well, okay, drop off some of them at the hotel. And listen, I'll try. If they're great, I'll talk about it a lot. Like we'll use this as a solution while we're traveling. And she was like, she gave me this face like, like she knew, she knew this was big. So we go home that night, the bars don't show up. Next day, the bars don't show up. That's okay. It's not like I was like starving or anything, but I was thinking to myself, man, I hope she doesn't blow this opportunity. And then later that night, so now it's two days later, I get a text message from her and she's like, it was so nice meeting you. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to bring the bars over, but I would love to send you a box so that they're waiting for you when you return. I have to tell you, huge, huge missed opportunity, number one. Number two, here's how I replied. Well, we're, we're traveling for the next six weeks, so there's really no address to send them to. And then after that, we're going to travel through the United States for a couple of months. So I really don't have an address for you to send them to. And frankly, what I'm thinking to myself is like, I can buy my own box. You know what I mean? It was you solving a problem for us. It was an opportunity to connect. And here's the thing with opportunities. Every opportunity is not the opportunity. And when you're an entrepreneur, it can feel like every person you meet, like, oh, how do I evaluate what type of opportunity there is. And that's what I want to share with you. It's like, first of all, how do you evaluate that? Number one, you have to look at what's the sacrifice of creating this connection, of investing in this networking opportunity. That's first and foremost. The sacrifice for her was she had to figure out a way, frankly, to get from her hotel to my hotel. I don't know, five, 10 miles max. She had to do that. So she had, you know, maybe they're having a few cocktails that day. So she had to sober up, maybe cancel dinner plans. I don't know, maybe delay dinner plans. But for whatever reason, it wasn't worth it to do that on that evening. Next morning, she also could have done it, but she probably would have had to wake up like maybe an hour earlier, like let's say 20 minutes to our hotel and 20 minutes back, you know, just to be safe. And I know it's the day that she was leaving, but like she would have had to maybe sacrifice sleep and she didn't do either of those things. Okay, so that's a mistake. Frankly, I don't want to have like a, a pretty woman moment, but like it was a big, big mistake, in my opinion. 
The next thing that was a mistake is when I replied back to her that we were traveling and unfortunately I didn't have an address for her to send it to. And I said, however, I wish you the best of luck. Have a wonderful time. That's been a week and she hasn't replied. So there was no follow-up. And that's the number one mistake that people make when it comes to networking is they don't follow up. You have to have a system for following up. And I know you're going to forget. We're all going to forget. You're so busy. You're an entrepreneur. It has to go in your calendar. The moment you meet someone, remember, there's nothing. If For that person who you, you can network with, let's face it, if it's somebody who they can help you more than you can help them. She can't help me other than, well, I guess she could have given me some protein, right? But like, I can also get that myself. So you have to recognize that, you know, there is a hierarchy of networking opportunities. And when you meet someone, they can either help you a lot or you can help them a lot. But it usually isn't like, doesn't usually go both ways. And really what I'm talking about today are the opportunities where it's very slanted in your favor. You want to network with this person because they can really, really help you. How do you do that? Number one, you got to follow up. Number two, you have to become their biggest fan. It's just human nature. We like people who like us. Speaking of opportunities, I've got a great one for you. Now, this isn't a networking opportunity, but it is an incredible business opportunity. As you know, Brock and myself operate an Instagram membership. And in this program, in our membership program, like we help people get ahead of the curve. So if you're trying to figure out what in the heck is going on on Instagram, that's not what you should be spending your time doing. You have other much more important things you need to be doing in your business, and we can help shortcut that process for you and show you how to grow and specifically grow with the type of people who are looking for what it is you offer and how to actually sell using Instagram. You can try Insta Clubhub now for just $7. All you have to do is click the link that you'll find below in our show description. All right, let's go. It's just human nature. We like people who like us. The number three thing you don't want to do is blabber on and on and on about yourself and your business and who you are and your resume because they don't need to be impressed by you. They really don't. We are all, it's human nature, to be impressed by people who are impressed by us. I want to know that you're hungry. I want to know that you're eager to learn from me. I want to know that you see that this is an incredible opportunity. I want to hear humility. I want to hear that you are just starving for more information, like that you're a sponge. I want to see you whip out a pad of paper and start taking notes. Like when I'm with somebody and it's a networking opportunity and they pull out a, and they're like, hold on, I, I need to write this down. Like when someone does that, I'm like, okay, let me just pour into this person. The next biggest mistake that people make when it comes to networking is being too aggressive. And for the love of God, never say, you know, I'd really like to pick your brain you know, I'd like to take you out for coffee or I'd like to treat you to dinner because that successful person has so many other things they need to be doing. They need to be networking up. They can afford their own lunch, their own dinner, their own private plane perhaps. And what they don't need is a free meal. And what they don't have is extra time. Like if if someone who's that successful, they have employees and team and staff and they haven't even gotten back to their mom. You know what I mean? Like, so they really don't have time. And it's not at all appealing when you suggest, hey, how about we sit down and I pick your brain? It's like the worst thing you could ever say, in my opinion. What's a, a great thing you could say? You could say, I am fascinated by you. I I don't have a huge following. I'm just gonna be 
very honest. Like my, my podcast isn't as big as yours, but like your wisdom is so incredibly valuable. It would be such an incredible opportunity for me to be able to interview you on my show and share with my audience your profound wisdom. Something like that, that feeds into ego. Let's face it, like this is an ego thing, right? It's ego in time. So I can justify making time to have a conversation with somebody on a podcast, perhaps, if it's a big enough podcast, because I know it's going to reach more people versus I, I really, I can't justify, the average person can't justify sitting down if they're, you know, at a level where their business is, it has them incredibly busy and they've got staff and team and multiple business centers to focus on. It's hard to justify sitting down with one person who's a stranger who can do nothing for you, like when every single hour is scheduled. So don't make the mistake of being overly aggressive or making the ask before you've actually poured into the well. As they say, don't ask for the water while you're thirsty. Like you've got to make sure that the well is full. And how do you make sure the well is full? Here's what I would do. And I've done it on many, many occasions. It's like, okay, this person is amazing. I can learn so much from them. They don't need me. But what can I do to support them in some way? Okay, I can create a testimonial for them. I can become their biggest fan. I can go to their events. And I've done this. Like, for example, when I really, really wanted to mentor, be mentored by Brian Tracy, I paid for his events. I talked about the books at the time. This is embarrassing. The CDs and even cassettes that I had purchased from him. I went to his events. And then after his events, I recorded testimonials and I sent them to him. And I did that repeatedly. And then I tried to connect it with people who were, were on his team. And how could I serve them? Like, what could I do for them? Could I refer more people to those events? Could I do things that in some way, shape or form would that word would travel up the ladder to Brian Tracy? And it did. And eventually it did. And eventually I was able to work with him. And eventually I was mentored by him. And, you know, a big part of that was becoming his biggest fan and not asking for anything. Just keep showing up and showing up and showing up. And yeah, I think eventually you can make an ask of someone. Eventually, I did ask him to speak at one of my events, but I also paid him. These networking opportunities, they take, they require time, authenticity, follow-up, and humility. Here's another do not do. It is when someone comes across as, I think what they're trying to do is to show you that they've got the confidence and they've got that it factor so that you'll be like, wow, this person is special. I should pour into them. But it comes across as being very boastful and arrogant. Like I've had people come up to me at one of my events and said, hey, I just want you to know I will be speaking on your stage next year. And I'm like this, oh, no, you won't. Because like, first, that's so presumptuous. Like we have no relationship. So while I think what you're trying to do is exhibit confidence, it's really been a turn off. And the last mistake I want to talk about is failing to maintain that relationship. Like it's your responsibility. It's not theirs. It's not getting frustrated by the fact that they don't respond to your DMs. They probably have too many followers. It's not getting frustrated by the fact that they they haven't really taken notice of you yet or they haven't done anything for you. It's like these kinds of relationships, they do take time and there's reciprocity involved. What would I have done if I was that young woman we met at the restaurant, here's what I would have done. First of all, I would have hightailed it 
to some little convenience store around here, I would have found a basket. Not only would I put those protein bars in there, I probably would have put some other cute little things in there. I would have written a handwritten note, you know, something about what I've done so I can tell that she actually knows who I am and the connections that I could create for her and the type of impact that she could have. Like just basically kissing ass, right? I would have written a note out. I've done this totally kissing and not making any ask whatsoever. In fact, I would do the opposite. I would have said in the note, please feel zero obligation to share these. I just hope that they are of benefit to you and that you love them as much as I do and that you get the adequate amount of protein that you need today. Like something about that. Like when someone says, please don't feel like you have to share this, it almost makes me want to do it. Versus when people send me things and they're like, uh, would love it if you shared this to your stories. I'm like, well, now I won't. You know what I mean? But plus, you got to remember that people, once they have a certain social media platform, they get paid to do those kinds of things. So you really shouldn't ask for it. And the best thing to do is to just give because you want to, because you really do appreciate that person and the mentorship that they've maybe given you from afar. So I would have put a basket together. I would have given that person every single bar that I have. And I would have also written, if there's anyone back in the States who I can send boxes of these protein bars to, you know, just because it was so great to meet you, please send me a text or send me a message and let me know what their addresses are. Now what that person would have created is total reciprocity. And it would have been a reminder. Like, so now if let's say that that person had sent protein bars to my kids or my parents, and then two weeks later, my mom or my dad or my kids are like, mom, I just got this box of protein shakes or protein bars. You know what this is about? Now I'm thinking about that person again. Now I'm I'm probably going to reach out to them and express my gratitude. It's like she would have been able to keep me in the front of her mind. So look for opportunities to help to serve without expectation of, of having it reciprocated, even though there's a very high likelihood it will. That's what I mean by being authentic. Like really genuinely help people because you're like, I like this person and I want to help them if I can. Because it will come back to you tenfold. Hey, it's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. I'd love to know from you what types of networking opportunities have made a huge difference for you. How did you go about it? What mistakes have you made? And if I missed a big mistake that maybe you've experienced, we would love to know about it. Thanks for being here wherever you're listening to this edition of Build Your Tribe. All right, guys, we'll see you soon. always had what it takes to make it happen and we know the right tools can make it easier at Strayer university we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success that's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program so you can start off on the right foot and keep striving visit strayer.edu to learn more eligibility rules restrictions and exclusions apply connect with us for details Strayer university is certified to operate in virginia by chef